Today's show is brought to you by Jordan, cutting out this awkward pause. Spectacular. No one's going to hear this. USA 3, Bolivia 0. We're doing so good at being bad. We retract the entire show. Where's that laughing? Hey, baby, play my song. It's the only show on earth about neighborhood soccer. Indy City Football Live on 99.1 FM WQRT. And now your hosts, Josh Baker, Jason Chisholm, and Jay Desai. With the latest from Big Car, Indy 11, and your neighborhood team. Hello and welcome to ICF Live. Yes, ICF Incendiary Cauliflower Flowers, where we talk about no. cauliflower no. all day that's on fire. You just wanted to say cauliflower. You just wanted to say flower twice. Cauliflower Flowers. Welcome to Indy City Football Live. Yes, you are listening to Indy City Football Live, where we talk about our neighborhood soccer league, Indy City Football, which is the best soccer league in Indianapolis. I'm confident in saying that. It's actually the best neighborhood-based soccer league in Indianapolis. Yeah. By a mile, actually. <laughs> by, by a large margin over the no other leagues. <laughs> Competition. So let's uh, go straight to talking about last week. Oh, wait. Hi, Jason. Hey, everybody. You didn't talk yet, no, so I, I wanted haven't. to make sure people know that you exist. I am here this week. I'm so excited. Uh, let's talk about last week's game of the week, Jason. Uh, last week's game of the week, Bates Hendricks uh, fell kind of hard to Garfield AC. They get to keep the uh, trash trophy for uh, another full year. <laughs> they lost 4-0. Yeah, it uh, <laughs> it was close after the first half, but uh, the part-time goalie did not do very well, uh, Mr. Sam Sluice. <laughs> well, he used to be full-time goalie, but they didn't want to pay for his health benefits, so they put him down to <laughs> 20 hours a week. <laughs> He also, the, what I heard from the, the manager was, uh, uh, Sam lost 30 pounds, so he plays on the field now. Because <laughs> he runs real quick. Because he can still run. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's not much to talk about in that game. Uh, it was a fun game for those that wanted to watch, but probably not fun for Bates to participate in. Well, they played hard. It was actually, I, I still think that, the, the scores don't reflect it They're, they're at better all. than they used to be. Yeah, but there's, I don't think that they're going to uh, continue a, a, a run of poor form. We'll see a change here. Uh, well, I think they are the team, too, that has the most fun every game, every week. Yeah, yeah. Hands yeah, down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we don't give trophies out for fun. They make their own trophies. <laughs> That's right, they do. <laughs> they make several of them, and they don't win any of them. Well, no, they do. <laughs> they make it. the ones yeah. that they only win when they lose. They're the largest exporter of trophies in, in Indianapolis neighborhoods. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> in other results, we have Sporting Heron Morton destroying Meridian Kessler United uh, 8 to nothing. Oh, that man. is uh, That is not great for the rest of the league. That Heron Morton is that good. They they currently have a goal differential of seventeen. They've scored eighteen and only given up one. That is amazing, but horrifying. I don't it, think we need to say anything more about this. Bad news for the rest of the league. Yeah. Everybody else, go after Heron Morton. 
Uh, we have uh, next game, Aletico Cottage Home versus Old Speedway City. Uh, Speedway pulled out that win after a hard loss last week, 3-1. to one. Looks like Cottage Home's not looking good after their show up in the final last year. Um, in another match, uh, AC Woodruff Place beat Upper Downtown 3-0. to zero. Uh, We had a very good and controlling game. Uh, I, I want to say that we had a, the vast majority of possession. Surprising because Upper Downtown's really good. And in a funny twist, it would be 4-0. But as uh, Paul Soto and our team was scoring the goal, the ref blew the whistle. Uh, to end the game? Yeah, and then he went to ask the ref, and the ref was like, yeah, I saw you were going to score, so I blew the whistle. I know. I don't, mm. I don't know. I have no idea. are people, too. They, they make mistakes sometimes. Yeah. Don't get too mad at them. Oh, goodness. Uh, Broad Ripple City beat Irvington FC 2 to nothing. Yeah, and Mapleton FC uh, beat Real West 4-3. to three. That's nice seeing some resistance against Mapleton. Uh, yeah, yeah, that uh, that Mapleton's weird. All right, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> AC Miles Square beat Mass Ave United 5-1. And then uh, Old North United beat Real Fletcher Place 5-2. It was uh, it's a good game for uh, Old North United. That's the most goals we scored in a while, so that felt good. Fletcher is pretty good, right? They, they thought... were good. Like, okay. that, that, was, that was the thing I... That impressed me about our own team was that I thought we were playing very good competition and we played well. So it was a, uh, it was a, good result and they were very fun to play against. They were very nice. Well, they were uh, they were underpowered. Uh, league official media uh, person M J Dunn was not there, right? So yeah, she was uh, she abandoned them for whatever silly reason. Oh, Probably some vacation or something. I don't know. Okay, I think that finishes off the scores for no, the week. No, Jason, I'm pretty sure there's one more. Oh, wait, it's Midtown. Oh, Mid- Midtown scored a few goals against another team. He's trying to so not talk the about IFC the defeat. Chow- no, who... Okay, Found Square had a very close game to Midtown FC, and now the ICF Challenge. The, the score was 7-0. This is even with um, reinforcements from the south, uh, us from Woodruff sent uh, from the east. Uh, Woodruff sent several players to reinforce uh, Fountain Square, but uh, even though we temporarily bent the knee, we all were washed away by the horde of Midtown. Midtown beat the Fountain Square uh, Fountain Square Classic Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Except uh, unlike FIFA, they're not good. They're just old. <laughs> they're just old. <laughs> so what happened in the ICF Challenge this week? I watched that video, and I believe I'll need an intro to film college class to understand it, but we <laughs> Mapleton. had uh, Mapleton win it. Mapleton uh, may have misunderstood what entrance meant, and they actually p- produced a Oscar uh, submission for like best short film. It was only weird. And the fact that it was rewarded is another stain upon the commissioner's <laughs> doorstep. It's levels upon levels of... I don't even know where to begin with it. I, well, except that, sure, there's lots of levels to it. None of them were amusing. And none of them were interesting. Well, maybe you just need <laughs> well, to darken that sense of humor of yours there, Josh. Yeah. No, it, it, was, uh, it was definitely a, uh, a production, and they, they put a lot of work into it, and it, it, it was kind of fun. And where can you uh, watch that video if you want to catch it? Uh, if you do want to catch that, and I would highly recommend you don't, obviously. <laughs> I would um, recommend you do. <laughs> Just I'm just bitter that Old North didn't win again, obviously. Uh, it is on Twitter, and uh, 
Mapleton's Twitter. So yeah. go ahead, check Let's it out yourself yeah. and see how weird they all are. Um, this week's ICF challenge is going to be best team fan section. So make sure you bring all of your uh, most vocal supporters and uh, have them yell at people for you. Work friends, family, high school friends. Paid protesters. Sure. Scouts that are looking for new neighborhoods. Post an ad on Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just be careful which section you post it in, but yeah, that's... <laughs> M for M. M for M. To cheer for soccer. Cheer for... <laughs> uh, also like to talk to you about the volunteer and transit standings, because if you have forgotten, we also give out points for people that volunteer in the community and people that take responsible means of transportation to and from games. And this week we have a new transit leader, which is Bates Hendricks FC. Apparently they piled a bunch of people in their truck and they uh, they took the lead in transit and Irvington FC is still our uh, leader in volunteer points. So if you're looking to get some extra points on the side, uh, go ahead and uh, transit or volunteer. You're listening to Indy City Football Live, coming to you on 99.1 WQRTLP, Indianapolis. Uh, this week's Game of the Week is we get to talk about Bates Hendricks FC again versus <laughs> uh, FC Fountain Square. Now we are uh, the two teams, no wins, bottom of the table, Game of the Week. So this is the actually the Golden Growler trophy. The Golden True. Growler. True. Which was uh, originated as a battle over uh, Fountain Square Brewery, uh, who sponsored Bates Hendricks, even though they're literally called Fountain, Fountain Square, Square Brewery. And they're located in Fountain, Fountain Square. Square. Um, and, they, and Bates Hendricks had them as their sponsor for three years. And then this year, when, when I, I thought it was finally going to happen, Fountain Square Brewery just was like, oh, we're not going to sponsor anyone. <laughs> So the, it still remains the Golden Growler, um, and this one actually goes to the winner. So uh, this time my money's on Bates, uh, uh, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm actually I'm with you on that one. We played Bates first game of the year, and they uh, they put in a really good showing. And uh, based on the reports I hear from our own FC Fountain Square member, uh, they're they're having a tough season. I think Bates can take them. We've had close games. In, in what sense? <laughs> we ran close to them. <laughs> it's very close. Very close. They're very, they're breathing on each other. They were literally right next to each other. <laughs> so uh, what about the sponsor, sponsor battle? So as always, we uh, try to answer which sponsor would win in a fight to the death. And we have uh, Bowhouse Tap. Bowhouse Tap. Gosh dang it, I did it again. Bowhouse Tap. <laughs> Versus keep Indianapolis beautiful. Uh, so we have a, we have another establishment that sells beer, mm-hmm. and we have the idea that keeping Indianapolis pretty would be nice to do. Well, so one thing to mention here is that Bauhaus Tap has already fought a war last week against the Friends they're of Garfield. Tired so they're depleted they're and they're hungover, heavily hungover. <laughs> Uh, you can only drink so much. You know, you can try the hair of the dog a couple days in a row, but what happens is it starts to but catch up. They definitely had an exhausting battle against the Friends of Garfield Park. That's last right, week. especially because of all the open spaces and sun. <laughs> well, didn't they? Aren't they fortified in their own establishment? That's now? right, is and that now we left that's them. That's right. They're fortified in Bahas Tap, but they're uh, they have all these bottles and trash that they're throwing at keeping Abel. See, but that only plays into KIB's <laughs> hands because. 
as you know, people that recycle, they level up as they recycle <laughs> so more and they're more. they're just growing bigger and bigger. So they just get stronger and stronger every time the people from Bauhaus throw cans at them. And so they'll eventually... I don't know what they'll recycle into, but I'm assuming it's some sort of monster that will Bumblebee. Just... <laughs> like some sort of uh, uh, Transformers type sort beast. That... Trash Bumblebee. <laughs> they will take over Powerhouse. They just have to be careful with what trash they find in the Bates Hendricks neighborhood. A conversation last turn into week. a porcupine of needles. Yeah. Oh my yeah. That's, that's the stinger for the trash Bumblebee. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> So yeah, all right. Well, we'll say that uh, keep and keep Indianapolis beautiful wins, um, but because the game will see. Yeah, you know, I don't know what the provision is for if Fountain Square and and Bates actually have a tie. Ooh, that's uh, a good question. Who uh, do they tear the golden growler in, growler in half? They burn it down and they have to inhale the fumes. I don't know. I think but. it'd be very fitting if we ended this game in a tie. Um, <laughs> actually, fun fact that we were actually looking at the scores. There, we're into going to be week four this week. Not a single tie yet. Yeah, no That's single so tie. so interesting so. that there have been no ties in the league. So yet you this hear year. Uh, Heron Morton, there haven't been any ties. This is something where you could break some ground. Yeah, you should definitely tie some people without uh, Heron Morton words. Uh, our after party this week, uh, we were just talking about him, is at uh, Bauhaus Tap, which is a very lovely establishment. In uh, It's on East and Lincoln, or actually south of that. But it's on. It's in. You can. You, everybody has a smartphone. Look it up. Yeah, it's you Bauhaus know how Tap, to look up things. Tell us a little bit about Bauhaus. You uh, you got married there. What's your general feel of the uh, establishment? It's a lovely place. They do karaoke almost every night uh, if if people are there and they request it. So there will certainly be karaoke on Wednesday night. It is requested, right? It's not just people constantly singing over the radio. No, it's like YouTube karaoke. But um, yeah, it's usually on like. It, okay. Yeah. So, and there's some pretty good talent there. Um, it, uh, Bauhaus Tap uh, used to be called Brian's Friendly Inn. Some people may know it by that name, but it, they people they, the owners have rebranded it, and it's Bauhaus, not B A U, but B O W, like the because they like dogs. So that's the dog, Bauhaus Tap. Um, but yeah, yeah uh, super cheap after, beer. Anytime after the 6 p.m. games, just show up at Bauhaus, and we will have a party, and we're going to have fun. Oh, and Bauhaus will stay open. These guys will stay open until... If we had New Orleans laws, they'd stay open until next next league match. <laughs> they go hard. <laughs> so we like to honor the Sports Baller of the Week, who exemplifies good sportsmanship. And uh, that's the Brady Pierce Sports Baller of the Week, by the way. Uh, and Jason would like to tell you all about it. Yeah, this week's uh, Brady Pierce Sports Baller of the Week was Georgie Waters from Old Speedway City. She was uh, nominated <coughs> by Catherine Hinkle. Uh, Catherine plays for Codge Home, and they played against each other this past week. And it looks like Georgie actually taught her how to do a throw-in midway through the game. So That's awesome. That is awesome. That's an important skill. Uh, we have a couple people on our team who... It's always an adventure when they throw it in. <laughs> and we always give them crap about it, but only in the most lighthearted of manners. So. <laughs> Jay had a really good throw in for us. Oh, it was a great throw in. The other team burst out laughing. I, I, uh, I gestured like I was going to do a massive one, and I just like, just, it was by my feet. And it went to <laughs> Paul, who was standing by my feet. It was great. Always <laughs> close to each other. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Always close, games of Fountain Square. Oh, that's fantastic. 
You're listening to Indy City Football Live on 99.1 WQRTLP Indianapolis. And we are going to start talking about everyone's favorite professional soccer team in Indianapolis, the Indy 11. Yay, Indy 11. Uh, I mean, yay. Yay that they exist. Um, they, they had a really, really rough May. Uh, they played seven games in May and lost five of them and drew two. Ouch. Which is, which is not great. They, uh, this last week, actually, during our last uh, round of games, they played against the Chaz Battery <laughs> and ended up uh, tying the game 3-3. Whew. Oh, man. Now, how do they tie 3-3 versus one lacrosse player? The whole <laughs> team versus one guy who plays lacrosse? <laughs> I have no idea. Thanks for that question. <laughs> uh, right at the end of the first half, uh, Suni Saad had another amazing free kick goal. I don't know if you've uh, been paying attention to him this year, but he is he has made it a habit of scoring amazing free kick goals from like 35 yards out. I think he's now done it three separate times. Wow. He has scored from about 30, 35 yards out off a of free kick, and uh, no one can do anything about it. Yeah. it. It's amazing goals. You should go and check it out. And they went up one nothing at halftime. Gave up goals after half in the 62nd and 80th minute to go down to one. Tied the game in the 86th minute and then took the lead uh, on a 93rd minute free kick. That was another great goal from about 20 yards out. Everybody thought they had won. Brickyard Battalion going crazy. And then they gave up a goal in the 94th minute to Chaz. And Chaz got the tie and it was very sad <sighs> so that's not a great result for any 11 it's a it's definitely a draw that feels like a loss because they were in a great position in the 93rd minute and just could not take it home only if they had our refs so as soon as they saw them ready to score <laughs> they could have blown the whistle oh, man that really if only they had any city football refs who didn't <laughs> want people to score at the end that would have been fantastic actually <laughs> So that means that they, Indy 11 is down to 10th in the Eastern Conference, which uh, means that they're out of the playoffs. Uh, the situation is not improving. It's not improving. They, they did get worse. a point at the, at the very least, um, so they're up to 15 points, but they're still yeah. they're two points behind playoff position, which is 8th. Uh, but encouragingly, they're only five points behind 4th place. So things are not out of reach yet. It's still early in the year. But uh, let's just hope that June is better than May for Indy 11. Well, I think what you have to do is you've got to win, and then you've got to get points. And then if you have more points than the other guys, then you are doing better. Right? That that's is generally how that works, Jay. Thank you right. for that explanation in the slightly weird accent. <laughs> Indy 11 has a home game this weekend, Saturday, June 9th at 7 p.m. against Atlanta United FC 2. Uh, that's at Lucas Oil. You can get tickets if you want to come sit in the Brickyard Battalion with uh, Jason and I. You can get tickets at brickyardbattalion.com slash byb-ticks. Is this another reserve team? This is another reserve team, and as such, we will not talk about them because they're not a real team. <laughs> Sounds good. It just It's not worth it. Get involved, get involved. We've got a lot of ways for you to uh, get involved with the community this week uh, on Thursday, June 7th. At 5.30 is the Monumental Mile Race. It is the mile version of the Monumental Marathon. 
Uh, and they need volunteers. So if you're looking for volunteer points, looking to uh, have a fun after party that day as well, because they have one on the circle, which is fun, uh, go ahead and uh, sign up to be a volunteer. Or you can sign up to be in the race and, and run a mile. Because who doesn't love just running continuously for like eight minutes <laughs> if you're fast? Twelve minutes. Eight minutes like, sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah eight minutes is good. Uh, maybe more like twelve minutes is the... Twelve sounds reasonable to me. Uh, so yeah, Thursday, June 7th, 5.30, they need volunteers for the Monumental Mile. Also on uh, Thursday, June 7th, uh, later that night, you'll have the Caroline Sims Celebrity Softball Challenge hosted by Robert Mathis and Miles Turner. One from the Colts, one from the Pacers. And uh, that's at uh, Victory Field, right? That's what I was thinking. It was at Victory Field. Um, it benefits the Indiana Children's Wish Fund, and all seats are only $10. Yeah, and that's that's a great, uh, great event. Uh, lots of media celebrities from around town. Uh, join in and lots of Pacers and Colts players lots of fun and benefits to kids so what what could be better than that and then we've also got that's on the weekend June 8th and 9th uh, the Italian Street Festival in Fletcher Place actually it's in Holy Rosary which was incorporated into Fletcher Place it's the same difference yeah uh, there's some people in Holy Rosary who will <laughs> differ uh, aggressively about that I got uh, my car when I used to live in Fletcher Place I got stuck in the snowdrift and just it was just a stupid decision and um, this guy appears out of nowhere with a pickup to, with a tow truck and helps me and he s- says how he's like oh yeah I, I try to help people in Holy Rosary you know just to uh, just so you know though uh, you're in your this is the Holy Rosary neighborhood <laughs> and that side that's Fletcher Place oh, and wow. he helped me because I, I got stuck in Holy Rosary but then he had to like take me to Fletcher where I was <laughs> <laughs> so just, anyway, the Italian Street Festival is great. There are fun rides. There's a Ferris wheel. Uh, I like the Ferris wheel a lot. Uh, I don't, I'm not such a big fan of the spinning ride, especially if you've had beer. Uh, but there's also beer and uh, wine and um, lots of food. Yeah, just you know, just, uh, Italian sausage, etc. Yeah, lots of fun just hanging out on the street uh, on uh, East Street, Stephen Street, out in front of Holy, Holy Rosary Catholic Church. So. That's again, that's June 8th and 9th from 5 to 11 on both nights of the weekend. And you know what else we have this weekend? We also have uh, Indie Pride. They have both a, a parade and festival yeah. on Saturday, um, June 9th. Uh, the parade is goes down Mass Ave, uh, 8.30 in the morning. And then they have a festival and party in Military Park from 11 to 11. So go out and have some fun. Always a good time. Hey, baby, play my song. It's the Indy City Football Power Rankings with Jason Chisholm. And now, Jason Chisholm. So so we're talking power rankings then? Power rankings. I got it. Okay. Who here? I mean, we're all we're all Indiana fans, right? The state or a team? Indianapolis, or Indiana. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. I enjoy it. So, who is the thorn in the side of everyone in Indiana right now? Mike Pence. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'm talking about LeBron James. Oh, LeBron James. Okay, sure. I'm going to loop this around. Don't worry. I think, I think most scared. of us have moved on. Well, he's still in the playoffs, so we can't really move on too far. I mean, okay. 
Lance okay. Stevenson still tweeting to the team, it's to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Here's where I'm getting at. Golden State Warriors are going to sweep the Cavaliers in the NBA playoffs. He's doing the thing where he well, did the no. wrong power rankings. I, well, no. I mean, what does that have to do with power rankings? You know that that's what this is, right? Yeah, power rankings. Golden State, one. Number two, Cleveland Cavaliers. <sighs> Can you just that's, bleep? Because I'm going to say a bunch of stuff now. That's but just I need some a, bleeps over this. That's just a choice. <laughs> you can't just pick between two different teams. That's they're not the power rankings. That's only, just a choice. They're the only two teams left. I have no... I mean, I can't rank Houston and... Who is the other one? Boston? Because Go they're ahead. already gone. God, Jason, you... We interrupt this program for a special news bulletin. You called and blank, Stephen, let's go in a bleeding black Back to the show. Okay, I'm sorry. I got out of my system. Uh, I'm sorry, Jason. I'm still your friend. Uh, I apologize. Uh, but let's... Maybe that'll be like the carrot and the stick. Maybe next week. Yeah, it's, at some point, you would have to think Jason would stop being incompetent, but we'll see. <laughs> He's very competent. <laughs> it just seems to be in the wrong sport. I have very good picks. You're right. I think Vegas can come back. I think, I mean... You know what? Actually, uh, there's some really cool cricket that's going on in the next couple of weeks, so hopefully oh. Jason hits that in his spectacular misses of bar rankings. Gonna have to learn how to play that sport first. <laughs> That was Power Rankings with Jason Chisholm. You're listening to Indy City Football Live on 99.1 WQRT LP Indianapolis. It's Better Know a Neighborhood with Indy City Football Live senior game show correspondent Warren Murray. Welcome to Better Know a Neighborhood, the show where we ask people questions they'll never get right so we can publicly humiliate them. I'm here with Ben Hosinski in this beautiful single-family home in Garfield Park. How are you today, Ben Hosinski? Oh, just wonderful here in this beautiful single-family home in Garfield Park, the best neighborhood in Indianapolis. And is there anything you want to say now that you have our attention? Well, I'd like to promote the, uh, the wonderful park that we have here in Garfield Park. Uh, a little-known fact, you might not know that Garfield Park neighborhood is actually named after the park adjacent to it, Garfield Park. Spectacular. So, as you know, I will ask you three questions about a neighborhood in town, and if you manage to get them right, you will be immediately carted off to said neighborhood and left there to fend for yourself. Does that sound good? Sounds like a deal to me. Splendid. Here's my first question, Ben. Where is Germania Creek located? Uh, It's south of Austria Creek um, on the uh, central south side of our fine city. You were close, Ben. Germania Creek, today's neighborhood, is located to the west of Garfield Park, just south of the Lily Recreation Park. I am ashamed that you do not know this. We don't really pay attention to anything on the other side of the railroad tracks over there. That's not Garfield proper, so, you know, I'm I'm not too upset about that. That Sounds pretty insular to me. Here's the second question for today. The Dillinger Gang was the name given to a crew of American Depression-era bank robbers led by John Dillinger and including other famous gangsters of the period, such as Babyface Nelson. The gang was noted for a successful string of bank robberies using modern tools and tactics in the early 1930s. How many members of the Dillinger Gang were buried at Holy Cross and St. Joseph Cemetery in Germania Creek? Well, the answer to that is uh, four, of course. 
Off by three, Ben. It was only one, Harry Pierpont, at age 32 in 1934. Fun fact, two of his toes were grown together. <laughs> were grown together. Well, I included each toe separately, and also there was an unmarked grave that could have been uh, one of the Dillinger members, I believe, if you checked your facts there. Just wanted to clarify. I think we'll give you half a point. All right. Third question is, what project led to rocky relations between the Germania Creek Neighborhood Association and Mounch Engineering in 2016? Well, that would be the uh, expansion of the air handling unit that caused quite a ruckus. Air handling? Uh, yes, yes, of course, the, the updated air handling unit and the engineering form that created smells, smells, lots of smells. I would expect nothing less from an insurance investigator. In fact, it was the zoning of a limestone processing plant in the neighborhood. Glenda Hubler, a member of the Germania Creek Neighborhood Association, says it best. It's a real stress to wake up every day thinking about your health, your animals, the kids. The rest is history. Ben? Thank you for playing Better Know a Neighborhood, where you better know a neighborhood. I'm your hostess with the mostest to lose. Why, thanks for having me on. It's been a real pleasure. It certainly has. And uh, maybe next week we'll uh, find somebody that can win a one-way trip via the best ride-sharing app. Well, the ride-sharing app that has the best worldwide reputation. That's right. That now, is that, to, is that to any neighborhood or just the neighborhood they went? Like any it's the neighborhood one that, that we featured. The one it's that the neighborhood win. that we feature. Okay. Yeah. So, so I try to keep them close to downtown. Because <laughs> <laughs> you are notoriously cheap. <laughs> and even though no one's ever going to win, you want to make sure if and, they do. I mean, to save some money, there'll be a handmade <laughs> Uber sign in the front of your car window. So. Um, a handmade rideshare company sign. So what do you guys think about expansion on a quick, let's just, a uh, quick 30 seconds here. No. <laughs> is, I have a question. Is there a creek that runs through there Germania? There is, and there is, there's a cemetery you could practice is it, in. Is it called Germania? It's called Germania Creek. Yeah, that's why it's the neighborhood well, I name. Mean, that doesn't always, it's not Yeah, always they do a have a cemetery named after other neighborhoods, so it's really hard to tell. I don't know. Given the fact that it has a creek, sure. Yeah, I'll away. change my I'll change my gut. Yeah. I mean, this, why not? This is this is I don't trust Jason anymore. He <laughs> just went hard no to yeah. <laughs> I mean, why not? <laughs> For just because it's a creek. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's the end of the segment. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Commissioner Jordan. Hello, Jordan. How difficult is it to make the call on weather here in Indiana? Oh, it's literally my second worst experience in Indy City Football was the first setting up all those goals uh, no I have burned that away from my memory I've actually gone through like electrical therapeutic <laughs> sessions to forget that but the one that I do remember that I hate very much refereeing nobody enjoys that I hate it the people play and hate it the second worst thing that we have to do as a league is make the call for uh, whether we're going to play or not because you know we're in Indiana the weather changes every five minutes so it might look like it's going to rain and you make the call and it's perfectly clear outside or vice versa. It's, it looks wonderful and in the span of 10-15 minutes, suddenly lightning, it's terrible. And actually this last week was very similar to that. As of like 2 p.m., I was pretty certain we were going to have to call the game. Yeah, I mean the, the forecast, like the days leading up to and even that day was that there were going to be thunderstorms all day because of the, the tropical storm. And 
and it didn't happen. That's like, right. So we make the call every uh, every game day at 4.45, and by we, that's generally like me and Carly and Jay on a text, <laughs> looking yeah. at all the all the weather and kind of deciding. Uh, and of course, you know, we play in rain, not in lightning, so we're, we're really kind of mapping... <laughs> Yes, the storm patterns of the of the radar, but we're really looking at the the lightning yeah. map and kind of seeing okay, do these storms are they do they appear to be holding lightning or not? Uh, we got lucky this week. Yeah, I was very happy that we got games in. It's uh, <laughs> especially with our condensed schedule. There's only so much time that has light out. So if you if you cancel a week, it's gone forever. Well, thank you, Jordan, for all of your wonderful insight. And you can go away now. Glad. Bye bye. Let's talk about the World Cup. World Cup's coming up uh, less than two weeks away. Who's your favorite, Jason? I'm gonna go with the hometown USA. Yeah, me too. Why are you even asking this? <laughs> I thought that we were leaving that bit behind in our first week's show. No. What no. bit? Okay. That's great. Yeah, the, the U.S. are playing against England and uh, Belgium and Tunisia in Group G. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I think it's Group G. Uh, their first game is someday that I don't remember because this is all made up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, let's go. If, if you want to change this, let's talk about the Netherlands. I think they got a good shot this year. All right, great. Thank you for picking <laughs> another team. Do you want to talk about Italy, too? Oh, that makes me happy. I just forgot that they yeah. didn't make it. Oh, that's so <laughs> what good. about Chile? You want to talk about Chile? Now, yeah. Chile, they have a lot of minds. Not people, <laughs> what? but... What? They, they do have a lot of minds. They do have a oh, lot of minds. Yeah. I thought you were talking about landmines, and I was no, like, what? No, no. <laughs> well, they are in the land, but not like that. Oh! <laughs> this Unsubscribe is on this joke. All podcast material. <laughs> In case you haven't noticed, uh, we uh, we make a little bit extra uh, content every week that can't fit in on the radio show. But so we like for you to still hear it because we still said these words, and we want someone to listen to them. So we put them on the podcast for like the thirty of you that listen to it on the podcast. You know what we might might want to do is so ESPN has a World Cup a bracket predictor every time there's a World Cup. Yes, uh, maybe indie city people want to. You, you can create a group. Yeah, let's create, submit a, it. let's create a uh, ICF live group, and we'll uh, we'll give a prize out to whoever gets the be- best yeah. bracket. Uh, yeah. I won't tell you what the prize is because I don't want to get your hopes up, and it's not going to be good. What is what the prize? Just they can come on the show for a minute. Ooh, that, one minute. That's that's an easy prize to to give out. You got you can have an appearance, and we will interview for a little bit. So. And uh, could get a volunteer point. Point zero I don't think we can He's draw. handing out stuff no, that no, I don't think we, we don't have. There's, that was a hard no from Jordan. Uh, <laughs> we don't give out points for that. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to do a Good thought, though. a show listener bracket. We'll, we'll send out a link for that. And then we'll also, I think we'll do a little competition between the four of us, including Jordan, to see whoever is the smartest soccer fan. And that obviously, obviously will be me. But you guys can compete as well, so okay. that'll be nice. Sounds good. And tell your friends to to play too. Make us feel a little bit better, so it's not just five of us playing in a. This I mean, league. yeah. Well, I mean, we'll we'll see how many people actually pay attention and want well, to join us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I will be excited if there are ten people. 
Well, if, if I win, I get to just talk for a minute on my own, right? I, I think we're we're excluded from the interviewing okay. prize because we already do that. Yeah. Uh, if Josh wins, we'll just have a 20-minute long John Green minute. Well, <laughs> good news. I already got one of those for you. So maybe next week we'll talk about who we all are picking uh, in the World Cup. Sounds good. I think... Uh, I think that'll be fun. You are listening to Indy City Football Live on 99.1 FM, WQRT LP, Indianapolis. Hey, John. Hey, doing? John, I've decided this week that I'm going to talk about something I don't like. And I know that you also don't like them because they are worthless. And they're pennies. Pennies are terrible. How do you feel about pennies, Jason? They, um, pretty useless. That's right. They are useless. Did you know how much it costs to make a penny? Hopefully less than a penny. It does not. It costs 1.82 cents to make a penny, which is more than what a penny is worth. That doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense. And that's actually the 12th year in a row that pennies cost more to make than what they can buy, (laughs) which is ridiculous. They actually had to make a law, make it illegal to melt down pennies. (laughs) <laughs> because of the stuff inside the penny, penny is worth more. And wow. so they don't want people to sell it because they'd make money. Yeah, well, why don't they get rid of pennies? Uh, that is a very good question. But I'm going to tell you more reasons that we should get rid of penny. Okay. Uh, because that's what I have prepared. I, don't, I can't answer your question. <laughs> so one of the other reasons pennies are terrible is the opportunity cost. Um, the average person in 2017 earned a cent, a penny, Every two seconds. So if you ever spend more than two seconds interacting with a penny, you've now lost money, which is an interesting way to look at it. But that's the opportunity cost uh, kind of theory. So if you want to look that up, don't question me. Just look it up yourself. So that means every year, Americans waste about $1 billion annually just touching pennies, either picking them up off the ground, using it in a transaction, donating it. You are wasting your own time and your own money and the opportunity to do something else to the tune of about $1 billion a year. You can also waste a lot of pennies just looking up that uh, information you said to. (laughs) Yes. If you were like me and spent time researching this, you would have (laughs) wasted so many pennies. You also can't actually use pennies. I don't know if you've noticed this, but anywhere that you can use change, like vending machines or parking meters or paying a toll. You actually can't use pennies there because they're so worthless that those places don't want them. I just found that out the other week on a parking meter downtown. I kept trying to throw pennies into it. That's all I had. No, no. They won't accept it. Even though it's legal U.S. tender and they technically have to, they don't care. Uh, I would like for you to go ahead and try to pay for your next beer in all pennies and see what happens at the bar you're at. They will uh, not be happy with you. This Wednesday. This Wednesday. Bauhaus. At Bauhaus. <laughs> please, please bring 600 pennies to try to pay for your beer. Although I'm, gu- I'm guessing Bauhaus doesn't have $6 beers because they're a, a classy establishment. There's also been a lot of research that even if you rounded to the nearest five cents, uh, it would be neutral in terms of cost to the consumer. So most transactions, you would, you would round, up, round up or down to the nearest five cents. If you're in a cash transaction, if it's a credit transaction, the price stays the same. And a study of that actually showed that consumers would save about one fortieth of a cent on transactions. So it's yeah. 
it's cost neutral to the people that use it. <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure the uh, euros over in Europe, they already got rid of the pennies. They did. Mo- most of the countries in Euro and in the Eurozone and uh, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, all have gotten rid of their pennies and have seen no detrimental effect to their economy. It also, if you got rid of the penny, penny it would not hurt the poor because lower income people are mo- more likely to use cash in transactions. But so what, what would you throw into a fountain? You say it doesn't hurt and there's no detrimental effect, but there'd be no pennies in a fountain. Okay. To go back to this, uh, A, uh, it's bad for fountains when you throw pennies in them. Like, it actually, it creates more costs because then people have to go and clean it up. And it also can get in filtration system and the water system and destroy your fountain. So another reason we need to get rid of pennies. Please stop throwing coins in fountains, people. Or any coin, yeah. Uh, But yeah, the... Getting rid of pennies doesn't hurt the poor. They would save time and they would save effort. Um, and uh, there's also historical precedent for the U.S. getting rid of a coin. Uh, the U.S. discontinued the half-cent coin in 1857. And what's crazy to me is adjusting for inflation, uh, back then in 1857, that half-cent coin had 15 times the purchasing power of a 2017 penny, mm. which, which means not only is there more than enough cause to get rid of this but the u.s has gotten rid of other coins that were less that were more useful than the penny currently is uh, and one last great point to get rid of pennies is that they can kill your pets the zinc that's now used in pennies that <laughs> makes the pennies cost more than they're worth uh can cause fatal anemia or gastric ulcerations in your pet so don't eat your pennies don't eat pennies they're bad for you they're bad for the environment. They're bad for the U.S. Their pennies are terrible, and they should be abolished. Hey, Josh, have you ever rolled pennies? How long does that take you? Uh, like in a dollar roll yeah, of pennies? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, it's been a while it's since I've while. done that. Have you ever done the gift, like the prank gift, where you give somebody 20 bucks, but it's all in pennies? <laughs> that would be fantastic. I actually have, I paid my, uh, my fantasy league dues in pennies uh-huh. one year. And that That's was good. pretty fun. Um, it cost me a lot in postage, though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you don't know, now you know. Pennies are terrible, and they should be gone. Thanks, John Green. This week's show is brought to you by the month of May. The month of May, Indy 11 was terrible in it. Let's hope June is better. It's also brought to you by the limestone reprocessing plant. Probably shouldn't put your lives in our hands. <laughs> this week is also brought to you by the United States men's soccer team who are playing in the World Cup starting in one to two weeks. Not sure exactly when. This week is also brought to you by Chaz Battery. Chaz Battery, the worst player on the lacrosse team. This week also brought to you by Pennies, number one uh, cause of death to your pets. Uh, this week is, is brought to you also by our actual sponsor, Holiday Properties. Yeah, Holiday Properties, they have been with uh, Indy City Football for a long time, and they actually helped provide the goals that we play with so that Jordan doesn't have to pump up goals every week and he, <laughs> does, he can stop complaining about it. So thank you so much, uh, Holiday Properties uh, and Derek Neighbor, who is a fantastic neighbor to everyone, not, e- not just the people in his neighborhood. But all people. But all people. Because he's a great guy. He's a, he's a great dude and uh, a lovely person. 
So thank you, Holiday Properties, for sponsoring Indy City Football. And thank you to everybody that listens. We really appreciate uh, the fact that other people listen to the words that we say. It's really a strange experience. So thank you for listening in, tuning in on 99.1 WQRT-FM or listening on our podcast. We will talk to you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Hey, guys, I'm looking in on here, and there's no USA in the group play. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood, a neighborly day for a beauty. Would you be mine? Could you be mine?